0: Hey, welcome back to another episode of Locked On Spurs, right here on the Locked On Podcast Network. And I'm your host once again, Jeff Garcia. And thanks for tuning in to this episode as uh, we're about to uh, talk about the very disappointing, lackluster, lifeless, no heart, no passion effort from your San Antonio Spurs in game two of the Western Conference Finals versus the Golden State Warriors. You probably know by now, but the Spurs got throttled, and that's not even the right verb to use. They got pushed around, smacked, uh, stomped on, curb stomped the entire game, and lost by 36 points. The final score from Oracle: the San Antonio Spurs pretty much got the beatdown on them, 136 to 100. The Warriors now are on top of the Spurs two nothing in the Western Conference Final, and the scene now shifts to San Antonio for games three and four. Kawhi Leonard did not play in game two, and many heading into this uh, game thought that this was going to be a uh, a loss for San Antonio, and rightfully so. You know you don't have number two in jersey. You know he's out with that an- with an ankle injury, but. The Spurs would, at least I would have thought if they would have came into tonight's uh, or last night's game with some fire in their heart, some passion in their eyes, some uh, extra step and uh, extra pep in their step. Nothing, nothing. That's why I'm so lifeless right now. I I just cannot believe what I saw for four quarters of basketball, but on just one side. The Warriors played basketball. Spurs, I think they've forgotten how to play basketball. Just in the first quarter alone, the Spurs only mustered up 16 points to the Warriors' 33. That's it. They lost every single quarter. They never came out with any passion. No fire. No desperation. No win-win for Kawhi kind of mentality. Absolutely nothing. The only person who showed up in Game 2 was Jonathan Simmons, 8-for-17 from the field. Two three pointers, four for five from the three, from the four point, the free throw line. I'm sorry, 22 points, three assists, three rebounds. That's it. Not Lamarcus Aldridge, not Palgasol, not Danny Green, not Patty Mills, not Dwayne Dedman, not Mono Ginobili. Nobody, nobody showed up. I think the Spurs are probably still looking uh, to see which way uh, the uh, arena is because I think they just got lost. I think they just got lost. Uh, The Spurs pretty much knew that they were in for a very long night from the get go. As I mentioned, they only scored scored 16 points in the opening period. The Warriors scored 33 points. There was no defense. There was absolutely nothing from this team. They were lifeless. LaMarcus Aldridge did not score his first bucket until the second half. He went 0 for 2 from the in the from the field in the first quarter. Zero points, he had a rebound, he had assists. he had one steal. The Spurs were a minus 10 with him. Oh, and if that was even worse, he had a couple turnovers to begin with. And the same thing goes for him in the, the second second quarter. Excuse me, I already said it second bucket in the second half. I meant to say the second quarter. Uh, he goes one for three from the quarter. Two points, a minus 11. Pau Gasol didn't score a single in the uh, second quarter alone Danny Green only mustered up three Patty Mills your starting point guard three Dwayne why am I even talking about this game this game is just an absolute nightmare this is a game where I thought the Spurs would at least make it a competitive game I didn't expect them to win especially without Kawhi Leonard especially after the way they lost game one in such a heartbreaking fashion and I still contend today They, even though no Kawhi Leonard in game one after uh, the third quarter, or at least sometime after the the beginning of the third quarter, that is, they still had no business losing a 23, 25-point lead. No business. They would have bent. They just shouldn't have broken, and they broke in game one. And even without Kawhi Leonard, they still should have pulled out that win. Right now, in my opinion, without Kawhi Leonard, they still should be going back to San Antonio with a split 1-1. I said it. Yes, I get it. Kawhi is their mainstay, and he is the engine that makes the Spurs system go. But they got a lot of good replacement parts and temp parts, and they could have held on to that Game 1 win. This is just disappointing. I, I, I'm i just stunned. They had nothing for them, nothing for them. It gets even worse in the third quarter alone. You had LaMarcus Aldridge finally coming around a bit, six points in the third quarter. Jonathan Simmons still being the alone bright spot for the Spurs. He had five points. Ginobili didn't play. David Lee didn't play in the third quarter. I, I mean, this was—it was just a laugher. It was over from tip. It really was. And you knew it. I knew it. Spurs fans knew it. The NBA world knew it. And you kind of felt sorry for the Spurs. You kind of did. I least I, I did. But that feeling sorry feeling is for us, for you and me to feel, not for the Spurs. Not for they—they they had no fire in them, no passion in them. And I think. Uh, Popovich alluded to it in the post-game press conference, where he was saying that you know they came out with uh, in a way that he didn't expect them. They just didn't have it in them whatsoever. In the in the final period, it was pretty much the entire bench: Murray, Kyle Anderson, Forbes, Bertans, and Joel Anthony played. That's it. Bertans had 11 points in the final period, but it was all in garbage time. I mean, it was just a, an all-out beatdown. Now the Spurs find themselves in an 0-2 hole, going back to San Antonio, which is great. Yes, it's, 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 it's their home. It's a chance for them to at least get a game. It gives Kawhi Leonard uh, a few more days to rest since they don't play until this Saturday night. And the Spurs have fared well at home. But you're asking now the Spurs to beat the Warriors in four games in the last, uh, what, five games. Do you really think that's going to happen? I'm holding out hope that it will. If any team in the league can do it, it would be them. But that is a very, very tall task to ask San Antonio to do. Look at the way Lamarcus played in uh, game two. He didn't show up. And you really think that you're going to rely on him if Kawhi Leonard doesn't come back? We still don't know if he's going to be back or not. For the game, Lamarcus Aldridge, you're starting forward. The guy that the Spurs opened the bank for to get him at free agency. 26 minutes, eight points, a minus 20, three assists, four rebounds, two blocks, three turnovers, four for 11 from the field, shot 36%. Paul Gasol, seven points, 40% shooting. Danny Green, five points. Patty Mills, five points. Dwayne Deadman, nine points. I mean, the turnovers, they had 18 turnovers. I'm sorry, 19 turnovers leading to 30 30 Golden State points while the Golden State Warriors had 16 turnovers leading over leading to 23 points. They they the, the the Warriors beat the Spurs in the paint 46 to 44. They crushed them in the fast break uh points 20 to 13 where was the Spurs defense? The biggest lead for the Warriors was 41 points. The, the Warriors shot 56% for the game, while the Spurs shot 37%. You turn the ball over, you don't find the the bottom of the bucket, you let Golden State hit 18 three-pointers, while you hit eight three-pointers. The Spurs got um a beaten in transition, eight thir- oh, 20 the 13 advanced fast break points. It just made for a bad night, and... You, you did, like I said, you did feel sorry for them. You're not playing with their star player, and I get that. That's very understandable, but show some sort of fight, and the Spurs show no fight. It looked like they were still affected by the way they lost game one and how Kawhi Leonard got out of the game, and it lingered with them. It looks like they had no life, and I'm sorry. I mean, I am I I just I don't get it. I just don't get it. This is a team coached by Popovich, should have showed more life than what we saw in game two and basically didn't show anything whatsoever. I don't know if they had a pulse. Fortunately for the Spurs, the series is not over yet. Technically, they still got two games in San Antonio. If they can pull out two in a row against the Warriors in SA, I'll take it. And if it pushes to a game six or seven, fine. Hey, good for you Spurs. You came back, you called way back and made Life somewhat different for Golden State, who's still undefeated in this uh, season's postseason. But it's a daunting task now to beat the Golden State Warriors four out of five uh, times um, in the next few games, or at least in this series. So, hopefully, the Spurs can find a um, a will to win this. Even though in Game Two, looks like they did not. So, what are three takeaways from this game? Pretty much the first one and the biggest one is LaMarcus Aldridge. Where was he? This is this the guy that the Spurs paid how much money to assign with him? This is the guy supposed to be the heir apparent to Tim Duncan. And he shows up in game two, four for 11 shooting, 36%, eight points, a minus 20. And he tosses in three turnovers to boot. Not good. Not good whatsoever. He needs to just get going. There is no Kawhi Leonard. He now becomes the man for the Spurs. He is their their front and centerpiece. He looked like more he was like the pawn instead of the king in game two's chess match. And the Spurs need him to score. They need him to score and rebound. I don't know what gets into this guy. I wish I knew. But my biggest takeaway is him. Look at the way he showed up, and if he shows up like this again in Game 3, you can pretty much count the series over, season's over, he, and the only shining bright thing for him is if Kawhi Leonard comes back and pulls a little uh, heat off him. But right now, my biggest takeaway is LaMarcus Aldridge's, or the lack of LaMarcus Aldridge in Game 2. Yeah, Second takeaway from Game 2, turnovers. Spurs, once again, are their worst enemy. 19 turnovers for 30 points? Look what happened in game one. They gave up 31 points off turnovers, and now they're giving up 30 points off 19 turnovers. That seems to be a pattern here going on. I mean, it looks like they're careless with the ball. and Golden State is upping their defense. That's a big takeaway. You're just gift wrapping points to a team that doesn't need to be gift wrapped points. They have enough firepower as is. You don't want to make their life easier. And The Spurs are just making their lives easier in the first two games. That has to stop in Game 3. And my third takeaway is Patty Mills. What happened to him? Can somebody explain this to me? Are, are the Warriors trying to shut him down? Two for six from the uh, field in Game th- 2. Five points, a minus nine for San Antonio. Two steals, two rebounds, one assist. 33% shooting, 25% shooting from the three-point line. Did not go to the free throw line once. That has to stop. My goodness, Patty. He's a starting point guard. If he's not going to light it up, at least pass the ball around, pick up some assists, get the team involved, one assist, that's it. Palcasol, you know, maybe he's like my third takeaway, like 3A or 3B. Palcasol again, another listless night, seven points. This team needs just a wake-up call. Somebody needs to throw water on them, wake them up from their slumber, inject them with adrenaline, something, because – I mean, these are just my takeaways. There's so many other takeaways that one can take away from the first two games, let alone game two. Transition, you know, you got to stop the Warriors in transition. Where's their defense? Uh, you, you know, the, the where was the bench? The Spurs bench? The Spurs bench in game two got thoroughly outworked by the Warriors bench. But my goodness, this team has a lot of soul searching to do in the next few days. A lot of film sessions, a lot of video to watch, a lot of practice time. Uh, they don't get the rack going. It looks like this season is going to be over very fast and very soon. Like in the next few, couple couple games, it could be over and we'll be looking back and thinking about what could have happened. And yes, they do get a pass. Quiet Leonard is not there, but this is still a team with LaMarcus Aldridge, Paul Gasol, Patty Mills, Danny Green, coached by Popovich. They could do a lot better than getting blown out and, and having a, 36, beat 36 point beat down handed to them in game two. This is just very disappointing. I know you're disappointed. I'm disappointed. I think all of the Spurs fandom is disappointed. But I'd love to hear what you think. Let me know and gmail at Garcia 74 at gmail.com. Let me know what you think. Is it just a situation where you got to throw this in the trash can and don't look back? There are a lot to learn from here. And I think there's a lot of lessons to learn here going forward. From LaMarcus Aldridge to the team concept this team needs a lot uh, to think about in the next few games because Game 3 is not until this Saturday. So the Spurs have plenty of time to heal, plenty of time to think, plenty of time to reflect, plenty of time to get this bad taste out of their mouth, and plenty of time to give Kawhi Leonard some much-needed rest and hopefully he can come back and be uh, the savior in Game 3. But with that, I'm going to put a lock on this episode of Locked on Spurs. Eligible trade-in and finance agreement required. If you cancel service, you may lose promo credits. Contact us for details. Video at 480p. Small fraction of users over 50 gigs per month may have reduced speed. See store for details.